It would have been just nice to have on my YouTube. All right. It says it's recording. Let's pray. <laughs> Let's pray. Let's just fucking go for it, yeah, I guess. Fuck, whatever. If it doesn't record, I quit. <laughs> well, if it doesn't record, then the next one that does come out will be in the new studio with yeah. new recording equipment. Better sounding. Better sounding, better... Everything. Professionalism. Yeah, yeah. Better, better everything. Are you getting one of these shores? Um, you know, I don't know yet. Yeah, it's an extra 400 or some shit. Everything's an extra couple hundred. Yeah. I need to get, like, this table. I'm going to get, like, fucking a table three times the size of this table. Yeah. Rig up about four mics. Nice. At least. Yeah. And then maybe even a fifth mic for Dan, if he does want to come in. So that way we'll have, in case we have two guests, we can also have Dan on. Yeah. Wow. Up to five mics. Because right. I can do up to eight mics on my uh, little recording thing. Yeah. So I'm already set up for eight mics, but I only have three. What would we need eight mics for? <laughs> the <laughs> ultimate podcast. The Octopod. To be a hell of a podcast. To <laughs> be a hell of a podcast. Fuck it, I got my beer. We're here. What's up? This is Generally Fried. We're coming to you live for the last podcast ever recorded at Cam's house. Yeah. The next podcasts are going to be at my new place, and it's gonna it's gonna be it's gonna be great. It'll be great audio. It's gonna be fucking. It's gonna be like a new radio show. Yeah, terrific. It's <laughs> that's really what I'm looking for in this show. Is an audio is a, not audio is a radio. Experience. They're gonna say audience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a, a radio experience. So you could turn it on, and you could turn to any number within the podcast, like, uh, like forty-five minutes in, an hour and a half in. You can mm. get the same shit. Yeah, you know, yeah. you're gonna get the same shit throughout the whole thing. It's gonna be nonstop, whatever. Yeah, I you like know? that. Yeah, because when we started, the whole idea, like, I was like, let's be radio guys. You know, podcasting was taken off, but I've always wanted to be like on the radio. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for me, I always wanted to do the podcast thing. Yeah. But I definitely, I mean, I mean they're being, so similar. Being yes, right. Yeah. But uh, being introduced to Opie and Anthony, I definitely want to take it a little more into the radio direction, mm-hmm. but intertwine both. Yeah. You yeah. know, like it is a radio show, but they, you know, they focus. They get really deep into topics, mm-hmm. but they get really deep into stupid topics. So it's like yeah, and they have like little bits and shit. And like you can't smoke, drink, curse on the radio. That's a yeah. podcast. Yeah. So that would be the intertwining of we can do it all. Exactly. Yeah. No, no rules. No holds barred. Exactly. Yeah. I love it. So some good UFC fights coming up. Speaking of no holds barred. Yeah, uh, I I saw Patty Pimblet one. Oh yeah, there was just a UFC fight night in London. Patty the Batty. Patty the Batty. He won his fight. He had a he had a buddy commit suicide on him. I saw the post octagon interview. That yeah. was that was some touching things, man. Well, even in like his fight uh even in his press conferences leading up to it and all oh, that. Yeah. He was uh he's trying to speak he's trying to bring awareness to uh uh just men talking. Like men should be able to talk about their feelings, be vulnerable. Like Men should be able to be like Jordan Peterson and not be made fun of. Did he say that? <laughs> no. Oh, but he does cry. <laughs> He's a crier. He's got the, I know, I know. the tear, the, what is it called? The tear ducts flowing. <laughs> yeah. 
I uh, I just thought of that when because yeah. the last podcast, me, Kyle, and you yeah. were talking about him a little bit. Yeah. Did you ever listen to Jordan Peterson? No, not really. I've, I've listened to him on Joe Rogan a, a couple times, but he uh, he's a little eccentric for me, I guess. And they didn't. I listened to capture his, my attention. Oh, dude, I love. I love. He. I listened to his like lectures. He'll be talking about the Lion King and like the symbolism within stories. Mm. And like as a writer, I fucking dig it, dude. I'm like. All this shit, he's, he's breaking down stories and, like, like why, uh, like, Simba gets held up to the light, you know, the sun, like, you know, is, like, in the, the dark part. Like, remember when Simba goes into, the, like, the dark forest, mm-hmm. you know, it's, like, that's the, the uh, his subconscious, you know, the unknown, you know, is the subconscious. But in order to tackle those fears, you have to make what is in the dark come to light so you can see, you can face your, your monsters, you know. So I love, like, he breaks down stuff so well, like. I don't know. I bet you can do that with like every fucking Disney movie out there. Oh yeah, yeah. Because the the genius within those animated movies is that they don't make it just for kids because they know the parents are going to be watching with the kid. Yeah. Well, they think that the parents going to be watching. Not always happens. Two tickets for Finding Nemo. (laughs) Me and my buddy, you know, me and Cameron want to see it. Yeah, we don't go to the fucking movies alone when you're eight. You got to bring the fucking parents. Um. But yeah, they, I bet you could do that with so many Disney movies. Just break them down to the nth, nth degree. Yeah, yeah. Nth degree. Um, but yeah, what's uh, what's going on with you, Cameron? Last time we were on the podcast, we uh, we tried to... This should be episode 41, but it's going to be episode 39. Because we had recorded two podcasts that were completely lost. Gone. I just want to put that out there now. They were the best podcasts we ever recorded. Obviously. But... Uh, Oh man! Like I, I mean, would, yeah. About five hours of wasted time, gone. Wasted energy, yeah. Wasted vocalness. And now it's like I want to bring up those topics again, but it's kind of like we already did it. I feel like I just did it. I know. Not only did we record on Sunday and lose it, but we recorded on Monday and lost it too. Yeah, that was sad. <laughs> I don't even have anything to go back to listen to to reference. And what we what we talked about? Well, we talked. I want to talk like uh, Lucas. Uh, he brought. He was. Uh, so he's not even here. Yeah, <laughs> and the audience doesn't know. Well, actually, you know, it is kind of like he's here because he didn't say anything. <laughs> he was just a like audience member. <laughs> but at the same time, like that's why I want five mics. Yeah. I want to be able to have people in there that they don't need to say shit. They just if they have anything to say, their microphone's right in front of them. Yeah, I want it to be a hang. Yeah, you know, exactly. Maybe people in the room. There might be six, seven, eight people in the room for all I give a fuck. Not everybody has a microphone. Yeah, you know, they're yeah. all just hanging out, making the thing work. Like somebody puts up his hand. You, yeah, you grab a mic. What do you have to say? <laughs> <laughs> or just scream it out. Yeah, just scream it out, and then I'll repeat it and pretend that it was my line. Yeah. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, we should hire like a comedian to like feed us lines. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. That would be hacky <laughs> as fuck, dude. I'm like, oh yeah, uh, this is me reading. Oh, so uh, you know Jacob? <laughs> <laughs> Who cut my brake lines? <laughs> it was the <laughs> too early, too early, too early. <laughs> but yeah, they uh, definitely. I would love to get a comedian, like an actual comedian, not people who just want to be funny. Yeah, <laughs> on the podcast, that'd be. Obviously, that'd be great because yeah. this is we try to make it a comedy show. A little bit, a little bit. But uh, you know, we we bring to the table what we find funny, mm-hmm. and I most comedians do. 
but uh, the wittiness. I mean, we're, we're, fuck, 25 years old. You know, no one made good radio at 25. Nah, no nah. one made good podcasts at 25. And if you do, you know, well, fuck you, Jake Paul. You know? <laughs> like, I've, but he doesn't, even, he doesn't even, I've, I've listened to his stuff. It's not even that good. Like, it's not, it's funny. You're a hater. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. You're just hating on him. No, no. obviously it's got to like, be good though. It's got to be good because he's got an audience. That's not true. Really, dude? Have you seen some of the music videos that get millions of views? Like I was oh, the other day, I was listening to this, like some so that's Beatles. That's like a that's like a two or three minute attention span. You don't need to be good for a two or three minute attention span. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But I'm just saying, like, there is a lot of people who like unfunny shit. You know, and yeah. like you know, like you look at uh, like for an example. I saw, there's a video, I think it's Let It Be, you know, the Beatles, only has like 30, 40 million views. And you think like, oh, a Beatles song, a great Beatles song that's been around for 50, 60 years would have more than this many views. But then you go to like, who is some of these guys? Lil Dirk or something, or Lil Peepy, you know, or some shit, whatever the fuck their name is. They got 700 million views on their mumble rap. Or when, um... Uh, Little Nas X made that music video of him like grinding on the devil. Oh, what? It, like, oh, came, yeah. He came out with this song where he's all like, he's like a stripper in the music video and then he's grinding he's gay, like, right? on the devil. Well, he was gay. I think he just turned back to but, not being gay anymore. But how does that work if you're born gay? Well, that kind of crushes that narrative, doesn't it, huh? Yeah, I think Yeah, so. you can choose, can't you? You fucking <laughs> faggot. <laughs> it was something about, uh, like, I don't know. I don't get, I don't remember the whole he's, story. He's culturally appropriating homosexuals. <laughs> <laughs> he's a black guy. He can do that. Yeah, it's true. They do have carte blanche. They can do whatever they want. If you're Asian, Mexican. Those fucking nincompoops. <laughs> <laughs> if you're any other color but white, that's fine. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's only a white guy who, who, can't, cha- who can't talk in Chinese language. <laughs> Nobody cares about the whites. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, the other day uh, I was on Instagram and I was trolling. I love to go on Instagram and like troll like, the NBA crowd, you know, because they're always very defensive over LeBron, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, they call him, they call him uh, Le Goat, you know, but I think he's Le Baby. <laughs> he's a little Le Baby. But there was something about, uh, oh, I'll get to that later. Uh, there was a thing. This guy was like going on. Um, was it? Oh, oh uh, I'm like, GM, uh, these players are getting paid way too much or something like that, you know. I basically said that, and some guy was like, "Yeah, but you take away the 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 players, and what do you have? Just the owners? Like, fuck the owners. So, what's the better product, the players or the owners? Obviously, it's the players." And he was going off in this big thing, and I'm like, uh, "I'd rather watch Shark Tank, motherfucker." <laughs> <laughs> that was a good line. He got a couple of laughs. The guy who was all angry laughed, so that's how you know it was good. <laughs> When he realizes, like, he's like, oh, this guy doesn't mean shit. Yeah, he's just trolling. <laughs> yeah. Ah, yeah. oh, fuck this guy. Waste all yeah. my energy on him. Yeah, but it was a good point. <laughs> I love getting in. I love, like, just throwing a counter-argument comment underneath, and then I forget about it. I completely forgot that I posted a comment underneath yeah. this guy's comment that's, like, a, a trolling, hateful comment. Yeah. And then, like... He, he replies underneath. Oh yeah, yeah. And then I never, I never messaged him back. No, nah. you know, I just and I never read it. You yeah, because I forgot about it. <laughs> but he like carefully four, crafted sentences. It's like, like four days later, I look at it and there's this 
fucking paragraph long calling me an asshole idiot nope (laughs) and then i reply back yeah i spark it back up okay (laughs) and then i'll forget about it again yeah Yeah. and then usually after that that second forget i'll never go back to it because then he doesn't reply back then if you don't get the replying notification you completely forgot about it at least i do because my life is not revolving around social media which is one of the hardest things about trying to grow this podcast in my life does not revolve around both, social media. We both hate social media. I hate it. <laughs> we were supposed to be posting all the time. I know. Yeah. I hate it so much. I got like eight clips of audio ready to go into Instagram, like real format. I just don't want to post it. I'm a little too critical of myself. I don't think it's a good clip. I think uh, either this or that. I find I find little discrepancies in it that I'm like ah fuck it this one's not good enough or yeah. um, there's a better one. I but a, it's like, dude, you clipped this, just put it out there. You never know what you're gonna get. Yeah, you know. It's but I don't do it. I just literally. No, I know. And it, I've I've already done the hard part. I've I've <laughs> listened to the audio, found the good clip, start to finish, clipped it, saved it, have it saved. I'll even send it to you, and I'll be like, hey, I got this clip, and you're like, sounds good. Yeah, and I go okay. I'm not gonna do anything else. <laughs> <laughs> I know we we had no we had that one clip that got like kind of some traction, like three thousand views, yeah. you know. And uh, I'm like, oh, cool, Jake. This will give Jacob the inspiration and motivation that he needs to keep posting every day. And uh, nope. <laughs> well, you know what it did. I'm like still nothing. <laughs> you know what it did. It made you scared to like you wanted to match the yep. three thousand views yep. as if anybody gives a fuck. <laughs> When yep. it gets less than that. A hundred percent. I'm thinking, I'm like, well, if it doesn't get 3,000 views, then I'm fucked. You yeah. know, like, not fucked. Or I don't think of it that way, but it's like, I feel like a loser, mm-hmm. you know, because I, I think it's just as good as a 3,000 view one. But then here's... But then it doesn't get the traction, and I'm like, well, what the fuck? That's what I was talking about. The audience, like, oh, there's, like, a lot of people who will watch stupid shit, mm-hmm. you know, but they won't actually watch... Good stuff, mm-hmm. you know. That's kind of what it is. Are the thing that went kind of viral. I don't even say viral. It's not viral, but nothing's viral these days anyway. You know, there's so much, so nothing can really go viral like it used to. Where like one thing would hit the, you know, oh my god, you have to check this out and have, you know, it's not the same like I don't it know used that, to be. that Will Smith, Chris Rock slap that yeah. went viral. That did go viral. That was a slap heard around the world. That bro. was viral, viral. Yeah, yeah. That but, was like the last thing to go viral. Yeah, it's Recent, been a while. Recently. Yeah. But uh, the thing is, like, uh, I forgot what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> or um, uh, when someone gets, like, rushed on stage, like, that's something that's going viral these days. Like, oh, 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 the, the video, uh, it, the video that we did was just, like, a stupid beer chug. Yeah. You know, it wasn't anything that had to do with, like, what us talking. Mm-hmm. We're not even... We're a fucking audio-only podcast, too. Well, we're literally not talking. In the thing. <laughs> I know. We're not talking. <laughs> it's just like, hey, guys, thanks for listening, and then you chug a beer. Yeah. And it's a video that I've seen a lot, you know, that, ch- that, that zooming in while someone's chugging. Yeah, right. You know, you've seen... I've seen those videos before. Good. So, it's that like... means I did it right. Yeah, you did. <laughs> and... Amateur as it gets, video editor did something that other people do and they get paid for. Yeah, it's pretty good when I look at it that way. Yeah, I mean it did its job, but you know what I'm saying. It's like it's uh, <laughs> it's not as it's not like I don't know. It, I you know what I'm saying, right? Nah, man. 
It, it's like what does go viral. That's what you're kind of saying. Like stupid beer chug will go viral. But us talking about like something in depth or whatever, ten, yeah, ten like views that, <laughs> like a clip of me, you, and Paul talking about the Bible. Yeah, we might have made like a really good point. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and it was like a good back and forth. It could forth. change the course of humanity. But we, nobody listened. No one gives a fuck. <laughs> no one gives a fuck. It's yeah. an audio only thing, and it's just a big picture of our generally fried logo. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I don't know. I'm turned off by the clips turned off by the clips until we get someone in here to like record a little snippet of just us talking while we're still doing the audio only because when we move to this new studio the goal is to eventually switch to video but first i want to i want honestly i want to make money off the podcast you know i don't want to i don't want to dump a bunch of money into it and it costs me money to produce without making any money off of it yeah because we don't make a dime off of it so far not even one dime. Not a fucking penny, bro. <laughs> Not <laughs> a penny, bro. We're we're still in the negatives here. Still in the negatives, in man. The red, yeah. But yeah, not good. really negative by that much. You know, it's a it's a startup fee, and then that's it. Yeah. It's a startup fee, and then you keep paying with your time. Mm-hmm. Is really how it is. In that case, we're fucking slaves. Hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, hundred percent slaves right now. But you know, it, honestly, I've been working on the railroad <laughs> all the live long day. <laughs> oh man! But let's uh, say uh, I'll be I'll be a slave for my passion though. Yeah, yeah. that's fine. Because you know the true reward is just is just uh, you know Sitting hanging out here? with my friends. Yeah, and, you know that's the true reward. I'm not I'm not one of those money guys. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, money? <Ugh>. Ew. <laughs> What's that? Nah, this is a this is a what do they call it? A passion, passion project. Yeah, passion project. I yeah. got you, bro. Yeah. I'm a little fried right now. Are you? Yeah, I don't know why I'm fried. Just slow today? Yeah. Yeah. Um so did you talk about you kind of going sober on Kyle's podcast? You did, right? Yeah, yeah. Completely <clears throat> sober. So that's that's been about like, you know, two weeks now. And you had already been doing it for like a week. You're about three weeks. I'm more than a month. More than yeah. a month. Yeah. That's that's impressive, bro. Congratulations. Yeah, it's not that hard. <laughs> it is. It is. It's not for, like you, for me. But you, for you, you had a you had a, a a very pivotal moment in your life that shocked you. Yeah. You know, so something like that, it can seem like it's not a hard thing to do. No, no. Here's what I mean. I don't mean like, oh, the event shocked me so much that it's become easy. What I mean is like, I understand I have an addictive personality. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I was listening to a thing, a thing with like Louis C.K. He basically said your, your anxieties, every time you need to, uh, you're feeling anxious, that has nothing, like if you feel like you need a cigarette, or you feel like you need a drink. It's not you needing a drink. It's just or a cigarette. It's just you have anxiety. You dealing with it with X. Yes, exactly. Okay. I'm prescribing these things to myself. You mm-hmm. know, drinking, smoking. I'm prescribing myself to deal with you know this constant need to be doing something. But if you notice, my set is complete now. You know, like I'm always do. I'm right. I wrote a story the other day. It's pretty good. I'm always doing something. You're filling your time. Yeah. With a different X. With productive things. Oh, that's that good. That aren't drugs, you know. That's good. So I'm always, I'm reading again, and, uh, you know, I'd stopped reading for like a fucking year, you know. Um, and I, I love reading. What are you, you reading? Um, I just got a, <laughs> uh, it's Hans Christian Andersen. 
Uh, it's a book of fairy tales. <laughs> okay. Yeah, like uh, there's the Ugly Duckling, isn't there? Remember, remember the story, Ugly Duckling? A little, a little bit, yeah. I don't know. I haven't gotten to there. He was young and he was ugly, but when he grew up, he blossomed. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, just, you know, reading little stories. Interesting. And um, I'm masturbating constantly, you know. I figured. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's another thing I'm trying to, like, stop. Yeah? You know, yeah. It's a hard stop. It's a fucking hard stop, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Not really. It's, you know, harder like, you get, the harder it gets. <laughs> Do you know what the hardest part is? Is like I wake up, yeah. (laughs) I wake up with a fucking boner every morning, and I'm like, dang, it's right here. I can't, you know, my phone's right here. Yeah, (laughs) my hands over here. And the worst part is, yeah, your hands are always like really close to your dick all the time. (laughs) It's pretty easy to jerk off. It's like it's not like I can chop off my hands when I feel like jerking off. They're always there. (laughs) You ever had a scratch, and the scratch goes a little too far, and you're like, oh shit, I could jack off now. Scratch. Oh, and your what? Your balls? Yeah, or you're something? scratching your your dick or your balls, <laughs> and next thing you know, you're like, oh, I'm horny. Yeah, next thing you know, you're jerking off. You know, yeah, it's happened. Oh man, no, no. <laughs> I thought you meant like scratching your ass. I gotta jerk off now. <laughs> I got my finger in my. The oh, inside no. of my asshole, that itch gets me real horny. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> Go on. Yeah. Oh yeah, but yeah, that's that. Honestly, you, it shouldn't be discounted though. I really want to say like, congrats for that because that's fucking yeah. awesome, dude. I honestly, I couldn't do it. I probably couldn't do it if I if I tried. I probably couldn't do it. Because, I think like, everybody can with the weed. Well, okay, I guess I could, but I really don't want. You to. don't want to. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's fine. I don't like, want to. I don't feel the need to. I, I do a little bit of everything, but in moderation. Mm-hmm. But. uh Man, it's just the habits. Like you said, like yeah. when you feel like you want to do it, you just fucking do it. It's so easy. It's right there. Yeah. You know, my hands are so close to my dick. <laughs> it's that whole thing. Yeah. Like my bong's right next to my couch or my fucking, the beer's in the fridge. I still or... have beer in the fridge. Really? Yeah. Damn. Just, I, but I just, I don't even look at it actually, but I know it's in there, you know. My boss has a story like that. His, uh, his mom quit smoking cigarettes. She put it in the fr- a freezer. She had it uh, on the windowsill. Okay. For 20 years. Same pack of cigarettes on the windowsill. I don't know why. Just to... It's a little know. reminder. You know, yeah. if you want a cigarette... It's there. It's, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's there, but like at the same time, it's a reminder that you quit that one thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like that beer's there, but I don't drink that anymore. Here's another thing, too. I'm not counting the day. I said it's like been a month. You know, it's probably been... It's been longer than a month. Because I know the day when I went to the hospital, but I'm not like circling the day on a calendar like, oh, my year's coming up, you know, like, because that's counting forward to when you're going to relapse, in my opinion. Okay. If you, if you keep track of that day, oh, it's been 324 days, you know, it's like in your mind, you're probably counting to 500 or some shit. You're probably subconsciously counting to a point where you feel safe again or something like that. Yeah, but don't discount your past. I see what you're saying about the future. Yeah. Don't look forward to a date. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm going to finally be one year sober. Yeah. You know, yeah. but be proud of your one month clean. Yeah, I get you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because that is what something that you've done, something you should be proud of, and something that should push you forward into your next month and your next month. Oh, I'll be bragging on this, like, when I get five years, motherfucker. I know that. Good. <laughs> I'll be like, 
I got five years, bitch. That's a good goal. Yeah. That's yeah. a good goal. And then relapse. Nah. <laughs> you see, there we go. <laughs> I'm already planning my five years. <laughs> nah, nah. But another thing is like, you know, they say like all things are, uh, are possible through Christ, you know, God. And uh, that is true. But that's just, it's not like, oh, he, Christ has given me the power to quit. It's like, I love him so much. I don't want to disappoint what he, you know, he gave me this life. I don't want to disappoint him and squander it, you know? Yeah, there's and, that. And it's just that, so it's, it, all things are possible through love, <coughs> you know, through love and truth. I think all things are possible to be more specific about the whole, oh, I can do this through Christ. Like, that's what they're talking about. If well, you truly believe in God, anything is possible. It's, it's like, uh, it's replacing it, you know, like your higher power was the yingling. <laughs> now your higher power is God. It, you, you were, you know, you were powerless when it comes to your addictions. But when you recognize that and you put your faith in a higher up to help you separate yourself from that, you, you get power through a, a different, like a third party help, whether that's mentally, whether that's physically like a, um, <clears throat> a sponsor with AA or something, or just, you know, going to church and getting that help through Christ. So, Everybody does it different. Everybody does yeah. it different. But I, I definitely will. <clears throat> a lot of people will uh, will talk about when they are addicted to something that they're powerless to it. There, there's a big correlation between that and finding a higher power to help you is uh, a very common thing when it comes to getting rid of your addictions. Mm -hmm. And people find that higher power in different ways. Most people will go religion and go to God. You know, other people will just change their vice. You yeah. know, instead of smoking cigarettes or chewing straws or... I'm chewing gum a lot. Yeah. Yeah, I'm chewing a lot of gum. Yeah, but that's more of like an, your oral fixation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Norm had a joke about that. Uh, he goes, I was at my doctor, you know, and uh, I, I, he said I had an oral fixation. And uh, some guy asked, oh, how did, how did he know that? And he goes, because I was sucking his cock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a great joke, dude. <laughs> I love that joke. Oh, man. My, he had another one. My doctor, he's not a very nice guy. He said, uh, open your mouth and say oink. <laughs> oh, man. I love Norm. I'll miss that moment. I wanna, I, one day we'll, I'll see him again, hopefully, in heaven. Yeah. 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 That's one great thing nobody talks about. Like, like when you go to heaven, you get to see people again. Yeah. You know, like that's, I don't like hopefully. Mom? <laughs> Dad? They're not here, son. <laughs> They're down below. Uh, but no. <laughs> you mean Mexico? <laughs> yeah, Mexico is hell. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. But, uh, yeah, I mean, addiction's a weird thing. You know, I'm moderately addicted to certain things, but I kind of accept it. You know, I've tried I tried stopping this fucking vapes so many times. You yeah. know, there was a funny story I heard Joe Rogan talk about with yeah. Norm MacDonald. Yeah. He goes, on two separate occasions, they have sat next to each other on airplanes. <laughs> yeah, I've heard this. Yeah. Right? And one time, he was, uh, Norm was like, Hey, uh, you know, I stopped smoking. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, oh, good. Good for you. He's like, yeah, you know, it's, it's bad for my health. So I stopped smoking. And he goes, what does Norm do? We get off the plane. He goes right into a gift shop, 
buys a pack of cigarettes. And I said, Norm, I thought you stopped smoking. And he goes, oh, yeah, I guess I started again. Oh, that talk of smoking, not smoking made me want to smoke. <laughs> oh, man, I love that story. It was uh, a good story. I'm sure I butchered it, but yeah, it was a good story. Let me hit that. You want it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Watch out, they're addictive. Ugh, that's disgusting. Ugh. I like it. No, I can tell why, but like, ugh, it's, it was harsh. It was so long since I've had one of those. Eesh. Now I'm like really stoned. Fuck. Well, I, well, I went to the uh, the doctor the other day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and uh, he was. We were talking about my what happened to me, and uh, he was talking about like how cancer starts. You know, he's like, I could have cancer, but um. Because it is a thing, you know, like, because here's how you get can't like, if you drink, I was drinking every day, you know, for a couple of years, like every day, wouldn't miss a day, and, uh, unless I was super hungover, and so he, he goes, you know, what happens is your stomach, um, when you drink, it's basically poison in your body, mm-hmm. right, and you feel that reaction, like, in your head, and it makes you feel good, but if you do too much, you can see the effects of the poison, but what happens is, when you put that in your body, your cells regenerate, right? But if you know, if you do that every day, what might happen is over generation, it might it might mutate. Instead of regenerating, it might just mutate into, and that's what's called cancer. You know? Uh, yeah, because all cancer is is a mutation yeah. of your cells that like won't stop mutating. Yeah, yeah, and it's like that's how it starts. You know? Hmm. So, but uh, he's like, it's probably not, but I'm getting checked for that, and. Um, and it's like, so I was like, I stumped him. I'm like, so if I cut myself on the same spot on my arm, like every day, eventually cancer will form. And he's like, uh, I don't know. Oh. And I'm like, so I stumped you, didn't I? <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> so I felt, I walked out like, well, I might have cancer, but at least I stumped a doctor. <laughs> Got one on Got over one. him. Yeah. Got one. Got one on over him. Oh, yeah, fuck, something like that. that. I fucked that up good, huh? Yeah. I got one over on him. That's what it is. But yeah, that's how cancer starts. Yeah. <clears throat> well, that's what chemo is, is it tries to like kill a certain amount of cells in a certain part of your body. Yeah. Like completely kill all the cells, the good and the bad. And as long as it gets all the bad. It's like the, a nuclear bomb. For your cells, wow. literally. Yeah. And as long as we got uh, all the good all the bad out <clears throat> the good will come back yeah but, and the bad won't hopefully that, that's that's how, the idea yeah exactly that's the idea of it hmm. yeah <clears throat> but it kills most of your good cells in general so that's why you feel like shit yeah in chemo yeah that's tough dude but it is what it is and uh you know hopefully one day they'll have a cure for it yeah honestly i wouldn't be surprised if they already did and they just buried it they make so much money in cancer uh treatment yeah and and every year asking for money help us figure this out even though we solved it 20 years ago (laughs) and people were like yes i'll give you money (laughs) it's i mean it's a good cause it pulls at your heartstrings the perfect way yeah they're like they wheel out some kid this is a kid who we could have cured with the secret cure but we're just showing him to you so that you'll give us money (laughs) oh yes here's my money (laughs) there was one of those commercials that came on like the uh stray dog commercial Oh, yeah. But literally with kids with cancer. Uh-oh. Kids with cancer. And uh, 
it was just on. I was on my phone. I wasn't even really paying attention, but I'd heard it, you know, mm-hmm. and I kind of knew it was a St. Jude's Children's Hospital type yeah. of commercial. And my girlfriend turns around. She was sitting on the couch in front. She's like, why did they kind of show this shit on TV? You know, she's crying. She's literally crying because really? of how sad yeah. this fucking commercial is. Yeah. I was like, what? Did you already donate the money? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's really, like, honestly, it's just, I feel like a part of it, they, you know, maybe it's such a tricky thing, cancer. Maybe they don't have a cure. It's not a traditional, it's not a traditional thing. Well, it's not a one cure. One yeah, there's cure, not a one cure cure all. all. Yeah. There's definitely different types and forms and mutations or whatever, but they certain you know things have, and I think I really do believe that certain cancers have been cured. Yeah, but there's so, just so much more money in treating it. But then they always say that if you catch it early, you can get rid of it. Yeah, early, it's all about early detection. Yeah, Norm, you know, he caught it. I think they caught it early, and he was allowed to live for like another decade. Yeah. You know? Because he had it for a long time. Well, he was talking about death and early. You That's know? why. <laughs> That's totally why. One hundred percent. He would get his act got morbid. Yeah, it, it became morbid, and that's when he got really funny, though. Yeah, because it, it's just like you know they say it's funny because it's true. Well, it's nothing is more true to you than when you have cancer and you start talking about death. <laughs> nothing can be more true. Yeah, you know, and like some of the funniest I've ever been has been in that hospital. You know. Hmm. Because it's like, all right, my last jokes. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, say it takes about three, an average of three close calls to death for you to really change your life. Not, not like the first time, like, you know, like a heroin overdose, they go back to heroin. Yeah. But after about three times, they'll snap out of it. I think I've had three or four. <laughs> I've, had a, I've had a few. Oh, interesting. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean... Like, shit. the car accident was scary shit. Remember that? Yeah, but that was... It like, wasn't close to death, but... That wasn't, like, your your fault. No, but just seeing the, the car, like, as... And I was going super fast. Like, if, if, if I hadn't, like, slowed up at all, it could have been a lot worse. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I luckily had, like, 12 or 15 feet to start braking a little bit. It didn't... It wasn't, like... I hit him at, like, 45 or 50. Yeah. I hit him at maybe 32. 33 miles an hour, you know, hmm. which is still fast, but it's, yeah. it's, uh, you know, I only have, like, I got herniated discs and shit, which will never be cured <laughs> and I, uh, will eventually kill me. <laughs> herniated disc will eventually be cured. Yeah. But the thing, like the, you know, my, my back is not the same. Yeah. I can just feel it. You know, I never had any surgeries and, or nothing to fix it. So, well, they don't have anything out there. I don't think. They have anything out there right now to cure herniated disc? They fuse discs together. Yeah. But that's when like the cartilage in between like disappears so Uh-oh. much. <laughs> but I don't know I don't know shit about backs. I'm fucking moving on yeah, to whatever. that. Next. <laughs> I ain't no fucking scientist or doctor. Yeah. Whatever. They're like the same thing, right? Just a couple pudding heads. <laughs> <laughs> Old pudding head Wilson. Yeah. What else you been reading? Um just got back to it. You really yeah. only got like one or yeah. I, I bought a I bought some books. I bought this book, uh it was called Cows by Matthew Stokey. And apparently it's like super dark. And I, I read the first page and the there was the word fuck and cunt on the first page. Jeez. And I'm like, you know, this guy is just a hack. You know, I don't care. Like, why do you have to use that link? You you you're super edgy, dude. You know, it just turned me off. Yeah. You know, I get you're trying to be super dark and super edgy. But just, 
you know, I guess that's just not the book for what me. What was the contents of the fucking cunt? I can't remember. I okay. just I got so turned off by the book mm-hmm. right away. First page. I'm like, this is not the type of book I want to read. Interesting. Because if you can't be edgy, you got to be edgy with your content. It's not edgy with your language. No, that's like yeah. what, that's what Marvel gets wrong. You know, I went and see the Marvel movies and like a room full of children and they'll say shit. And everybody in the room is like, oh, oh. it's like, but then it's the same old three act structure. And, you know, the hero wins at the end mm-hmm. and nothing bad happens in the movie. <laughs> so it's like there's nothing really controversial yeah. happening here. You're just introducing kids to language that they've heard in other mediums. You know, before. it's just it's it's hacky. tasteless. It's tasteless. Tasteless, you know? hacky. Yeah. It's all that shit. You want to be edgy? Why don't you uh, want like why don't you show uh why don't you make a movie about the Willie Lynch papers? You know, how about you show slavery for what it really was? You know, where the slave owners were super kind to the slaves. People don't talk about that. They gave them three meals. They gave them a house. That's more diabolical than whipping, in my opinion. Making people feel comfortable with slavery. A lot of slaves were treated very well. People don't talk about that. You only see the the whipping and the mean old traditional. He's got big old tobacco in his mouth, you know, mm-hmm. white hair. Aren't you trying to run away? And it's like, if that's not the psychological thing was they wouldn't run away. Because they would feel at home. Yes. Hmm. And they taught them things, but they didn't teach them how to read. They, they no, Yeah, they wouldn't teach them how to read. But they would read to them the Bible and they would read select portions like, look, it says here slavery is a good, you know, like it's more, that's more heinous. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But that's, oh, we can't show that because that's the reality. You know, the Willie Lynch papers, everybody it's should like, read the Willie. <clears throat> I read that today. You got to read the Willie Lynch papers. Interesting. That's like uh, emotional manipulation. And how they would prop up the black woman, right? And then right in front of her, they would kill the black man, Right. And that way, the black woman would teach her son to, not to do those. Yeah, not to rebel, oh. right? And now, what do you see still today? Seventy-five percent fatherless homes in the black community still today. That's the effect of black women saying, "I don't need no man." And what happens to those kids? You know, they don't. You know, they don't turn out too well without a father. You need a father figure. You turn to crime. You know, because you will rebel. Everybody rebels. The Willie Lynch papers document how um, there's this guy, Willie Lynch, he came here in 1712. Wait, I got to cut you off. Is that where lynching came yes, from? Yes, yes. Okay, His keep name. going. So he, uh, he came here in 1712. He was a British man, and he had, a, he had plantations in the West Indies. And he came here, and he said he smelt the, the corpse of a, of a black man hanging from a tree. And, he, uh, and he's like, what y'all doing here? You don't do that, because that'll make them rebel. You know what you should you should treat them well. You know that way, in you should pit them against each other. Hmm. You should pit the light skins against the dark skins, and you should remove the father figure, and you should teach them only so- certain portions of the Bible, and you should you know like it was wow these were like in the Lynch papers, dude. Yeah. Yes, wow. And, and I'm telling you, it was more diabolical than what uh, Twelve Years a Slave. That's a bullshit movie. You know, that's in that movie. Is, I've never seen that. Well, I haven't either, but <laughs> <laughs> but I've seen Roots and Roots gets a lot of shit wrong. Like the opening scene in Roots is like white people are hunting uh, the blacks in the forest or whatever. OK. And it's like that's they were sold by other tribe members. You know, is what do you think a white guy would be able to outrun a black dude? In the, you know, <laughs> well, he was on a horse. 
Well, yeah, that's what they show. <laughs> but it, it's like it's you know it's just ridiculous. Yeah. You know what? Do you, we, yeah. Every slave has been sold. Well, you it know. just goes to show you that the story of slavery it's has, fiction. has been manipulated, manipulated to be more easily digestible. Yeah, you to know? a mass audience. Yeah, which brings me back to the Bible. Yeah. You know, like these stories have been watered down to make them totally. more, uh, uh, you know, digestible. Yeah, like I have a big problem with Catholicism right now. I was grew, I grew up Catholic. I was baptized Catholic, but uh, the King James version of the Bible. I have it, and there's a lot of missing stuff. <laughs> yeah, like I bet. the Cain and Abel story is about two paragraphs in my Bible. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Huh. I wonder what happened to the rest. You know, because King James, one guy, you know, said this isn't that important. Well, yeah, it's his version. It's his version. Yeah. That's so messed up. That was I. I had referenced that during our talk with Paul when yeah. we were talking about the Bible. I was like, even the Bible, it's history, but it was still written by the winners of history. And I yeah. mentioned the King James Version. I said, literally, they have a version written by the king. Yeah. And the king himself, back in the day, would, you know, it was always understood that the king was appointed by God and had a connection to God. So mm-hmm. if you go against the king, you go against your religion. That's the main reason why people were so held down by the king, because they thought that it was going against, you know, their religion. They were deeply religious back then. Yeah. And God was everything. They would die for their God, so they would die for their king. You know, it was wild, yeah. wild fucking life. And it's still, there's still versions of that. Like, we, you know, when we send people to, like, in the Marines, fighting for our God and country. Yeah, but that's different. It's to a lesser degree. Yeah, but... But, but you, the same principles are there. Nothing is new under the sun, you know? Yeah. Like the Willie Lynch papers, I, I, dude, that hit me so hard today. First off, the N word is like they use it so much, and that it's hard to like read, you know. Uh, not for me, but <laughs> yeah, but they didn't use the N word to be edgy. No, it was just that's what they were called. Yeah, and that's know? the vernacular of that yeah. day. That's like going back in history. You have to read it like you were living back then, yeah. which is the hardest thing to do when you're digesting history. And people want to whitewash that out of books. You know, it's like, no, 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 keep that. Make yeah. people feel what it was. Because when you read that word, first off, you're reading in your head. You don't have to say it out loud. You know, that's another thing people don't talk about. Like, they don't even want you to read it in your head. Mm. That's how crazy it is. It's not say it out loud. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's all, it's, you're reading history but if you whitewash that, you're, you're getting a, a version of history where, like, we're looking at it through a telescope almost. Like, oh, it's way in the past. It's like a planet in the, in the, in the solar system. We look at it. It's, oh, that's in the past, you know. It's, but when you really look at history, yeah. you've got to be in a bubble in that exact spot. Yeah. You've got to be living at that, in that time, yeah. at that moment. You've got to look at it for what it is and then decipher it from there. Sure, a lot of things in history were wrong. That's yeah. why, like, the future is the best version of the world that it'll ever be, because we learn from history. Yeah, we try not to make the same mistakes, and we try not to make the mistakes by looking back at the mistakes of history. Mm-hmm. You know, it's uh, <laughs> don't erase history because then the future will just be the same thing. But that's what they want. They, that's why they do slowly erase. It's like Orwell. You know, Orwell was like, you know, uh, they, there was there was things. Who writes the textbooks? You mm-hmm. know, like who who gives out to the public schools what needs to be taught? 
the mm. government. You know, they have the government currently. Yeah, they have a they have an agenda. You know, an agenda <laughs> <laughs> or a curriculum. Yeah, to be exact with it. And it's like, uh, it's just why do you want to teach? You know, I remember in school, I I grew up in Palm Coast, that's North Florida, and I came down here, and uh, the the books were just different. You know, they they were di- like up there. We talked a lot about slavery because it was more in the South. There was more. It's more in the Bible Belt region. You know, I remember there was huge parts in the textbook. Where are you talking about? When I went to uh, elementary school in, uh, up north. Yeah, Palm, uh, Palm near Palm Coast. Yeah, Palm but, Coast. If I'm from Montana, where's, oh, okay. where's that? Okay, okay, it's uh, by Jacksonville. Okay. Yeah, it's by uh, Saint Augustine. North Florida. North Florida. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Because um, when you go to South Florida, you're not in the South anymore. No. And that's what I was first thinking of. I'm like, what, are you talking about more South? From here, because no, no, no. Be, yeah. it's like Georgia, Alabama, that's like the true South. Yeah. When you get to Florida, it's it's like fucking New York again. It's it's mild South. It's, it's not you know. even the South. There's people talking in all different fucking dialects. Yeah. All different tongues. There's jit. no accent. <laughs> what's up, Jit? Yeah. Like, there's no accent for Hey, cuz, what's up, Jit? <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. How are you? <laughs> and, uh, and up there, it was like pages on pages on pages of like... You know, like the slave trade, mm. you know. Interesting. But then we got here and it was like barely, there was like a paragraph, I remember. You Just know how much I learned about slavery when I was in school? I always thought that Harriet Tubman's Underground Railroad <laughs> was a real railroad. Was a real underground railroad. <laughs> I thought there was like mine carts underground. Yeah. <laughs> no. I mean, that's that's what got Next through. stop. <laughs> <laughs> All aboard, honey. <laughs> oh, honey child. <laughs> See, you turns to escape, honey child. Hop aboard my railroad. The, the next stop's gonna be Love Mississippi. That chicken from Popeyes. <laughs> the next stop's gonna be Tennessee. But you know, if you wait a little bit longer, we might get to the coast, and you might get to Virginia. <laughs> oh, Virginia! Wait a little bit longer. I know it's gonna be a long ride, but she might even make it all the way to New York. New York. <laughs> Fuck, that's messed up. Oh yeah. But I did literally what got through to me was little stupid shit like that. Like, it was not explained. It was just touched upon. Yeah. Because you don't want to talk about it too much. No, they didn't. But we had no problem up there. <laughs> but then, Dude. another thing was, they didn't give a fuck about talking too much about the Holocaust. That was always yeah. huge. Yeah. We, oh, we learned, like, a whole year of Holocaust. In, like, fifth grade. Yeah. I remember that to this day. There was this book. Ellie Wiesel, Knight. There was this special book. It was, uh... It was the Anne Frank book I read. Yeah, I don't think I, I don't think I read that. Long. I read the Diary Anne Frank and Night in school. That that was prescribed. Maybe it was Night. Whatever. It was about Ellie Wiesel. Honestly, it was probably the Anne Frank one because it was about someone in an attic. That was fucking her. Yeah, yeah. it was probably the Anne Frank one. Like, honestly, as if she was the only Jew in an attic. <laughs> <laughs> the only famous one, at least. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she died too. That I don't sucks. even. I don't even know the story of Anne Frank. She was in an attic and she died and uh, her diary escaped though and they published it or something like that. Okay. I forget. You know, it's been a while. I definitely did not read that because I read the story to where they were hiding for a little bit and then got discovered and then went to the concentration camp um, all the way, survived the concentration camp all the way to the end of the war. How did her... I don't get how her. All right, let's say the Nazis like found her. How did they? How did the 
the probably the tucked diary. it in the corner or something. Yeah, how did the diary escape? I want to know that story. You know, how that, it got published. That is a good story. Yeah. That is a good story, dude. I should have done some research. I'm not going to go to the Wikipedia. This is why we need Dan. Yeah, right. You know, hey, Dan, Google how that, that Jew got her diary out. <laughs> I would totally tell him, Google what book I'm fucking thinking of right now. Yeah. It's yeah. got a black cover. I remember that. And fuck, I just, everybody in fifth grade read it. That's all I know. That's it was all I probably, know. It was probably the diary of Anne Frank. I know I was big, I was big reading back in the day. I guess. I guess. I just, I really don't think it was. Yeah. Well, you guys will never know what it was because I don't know what it was. There's a movie uh, I saw when I was a kid. I think it's called Life is Beautiful with Roberto Benigini. And it's like, a, I think it's a foreign film. And uh, it was really, dude, pull it, dude, it made me cry. I, oh, I'm getting chills just thinking about it. Oh, it was so sad. Like he had a little kid. What was it about? Uh, it was about uh, before the before the war started. This guy, like, it was like a romance movie in the beginning. It was just about this guy who's Jewish and he Jewish wife and um, they have a kid. And then a couple years later, the the war starts and the kid's young, and um, and they they get they get sent off to the concentration camps. And he he uh, the kid was never found though. Hmm. Or something like that. The kid was being hidden, but so it was like they're living in the ghetto, I think. And the kid was being hidden. He wasn't really, and he had to play, you know, in order, okay, so in order to, he didn't want to teach his kid the reality of what they were living in, right? So he devised these games that he would play. You have to go hide and go hide over there. And, and in 30 seconds, I'll come and find you or something like that. Just to keep him away from the Nazis without him ever, the kid never knew until he was older what his dad was doing. You know, Life is Beautiful. It's a good movie. And uh, I believe it won the Oscar or something for Best Foreign Picture or something. You looking it up? I'm trying to fucking, <laughs> I'm trying to find that book. Yeah. Oh, the, the book you were talking about? Yeah. <laughs> what did you type in? Jews, book, war, Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> Typed in Holocaust book for schools. Yeah. I'm yeah. not a good looker upper. Nah, but that's a good that's a good movie. I would recommend it. And then I'll just spoil it. He, he got killed and but the kid escaped and it's just it was a it was a weird movie, dude. It was a, it was such a dark or a stark contrast, you know, because it had this very lightheartedness to it. Interesting. But you don't, you felt like you were watching it through the kid's eyes. Mm. You know, where you do understand what's going on. But if you don't know what Nazis are, you might not really fully understand. Well, that's like The Boy in the Striped Pajamas. Dude, that's a good movie. That was a really good movie and good book. Yeah. I didn't read the book, but I'm sure it is a good book. Well, I watched the movie in, when I was in elementary or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I watched the movie fucking voluntarily. Oh, really? I thought it was, you know, I was just interested in it. I flipped it on. I'm like, oh, this is a fucking Holocaust movie, you know? And Yeah. It was interesting. I already started it, so I was in. And uh, it's like told from you know the boy in the striped pajamas perspective. Yeah. Or actually, I think it was told from the because they lived right next to a concentration camp. And they, was, they, they uh, the boy was part of the not the not his dad was like one of the lieutenants in the Nazi. Yeah, he camp. Was, his dad was a for sure Nazi, and yeah. they had like people from the concentration camp taking care of the home, like slaves, mm-hmm. literally just Jew slaves in the home. And one of them was a kid. No, he they uh, he he ran out into the woods and he saw the fence in the oh, backyard. Yeah. And there was a kid playing by the fence, and he's like, "Why are you wearing those pajamas?" Mm-hmm. 
and he called them pajamas. And he's like, they're not pajamas. You know, like, they're, they're my uniform. I have to wear this. He's like, why don't you come out and play? And he's like, I can't leave the fence. You know, and he, they didn't understand. But yeah. He called it the boy in the striped pajamas. It's like, they're not pajamas, kid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the ima- oh, the imagination didn't of kids. They, didn't they dig a hole <laughs> under the fence? Um, and they escaped. He, he got I think the boy he came to in. escape. He came in. He didn't because the kid didn't want to leave his dad or something. He came in with him and died at the end. Remember? I don't remember. I really would. I would. I would watch I, that I'm, movie I'm, again. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I'm pretty sure. I, I'm pretty sure I cried. Oh, I cried. Pretty yeah. sure I cried on that one. Yeah. Well, I was in school. I was in school. I was like trying to be a tough guy. You oh know, yeah. Like, you ah. can't, <laughs> can't cry, dude. You can't cry in school. No, no. Not when you're that young. It's weakness. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's funny how our primal instincts are so much stronger when we're kids. What do you mean? By that? Like we don't want to show weakness. Our ego is like is big. We bully we bully people a lot more. Yeah, we try to get that social hierarchy really quickly totally. as we're kids. Totally, and it might be what school definitely introduces as kids. But even I'm sure homeschool kids feel that. Yeah, you know, it's uh, you know, there's an interesting thing like that. I've done bullying, but I've also been the guy who defends people from bullying. I've been both. I played both sides as a kid. At the same time? No. <laughs> Not no. like at the same time. Yeah, I mean like but, within uh, like a month of itself. Like, yeah. Like back to back. Yeah. Cause like it's one just, day you're the bully, next day you're yeah, standing up for yeah. the guys getting bullied. Exactly. Hmm. You know, like... But like, isn't it? Because it's not everything is black and white. Like this, like and what you see in movies, this is Chad uh, Goldstein, and he's walking through the halls, pushing the little kid Winston. You oh, know? I would and, always do that. Yeah, <laughs> I love doing that, dude. I was such a bully in high school. <laughs> I was such a fucking bully. I I almost like regret being as much of a fucking bully as I was. I mean, yeah. I I wasn't like that. I don't think I was that crazy. Like you know the old. You know, like you said, like in the movies, the bully. I wasn't like the bully, but, but they could was, they could totally film you and isolate that. Like, certain, look at him; he's a bully. But really, that's not how you really feel. If you, you took know. like one yeah. part throughout each day and just clipped <laughs> clipped that one part and put yeah. them all together, yeah. I would look like a fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I feel you, dude. Because there were certain kids that were just fun to pick on. Yeah, you know they. They took it well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They they cri- they cried when they got home, you know. <laughs> yeah, right. They probably did, but fuck, I I don't know. And yeah. honestly, I do feel a little bit bad. But at the same time, you're not going to fucking change that shit. Whatever, dude. It is what it is. I learned from it. It's all that matters. Yeah. I don't give a fuck, dick. <laughs> I was. I admit it. I admit no, it. yeah, yeah. I, I admit mean... it. But being that way, and just like we've mentioned on the podcast, I, I was, I was a dick back in high school. I would fucking steal from people too. Yeah, and it's put me in a position now to where I would I would not ever want to bully someone. I would never want to steal from someone. Like I would never want to be that person again. Mm-hmm. Like I had a taste of it. I wasn't you know stealing from people for a long time. Yeah, but I had that taste from it, and it left a really bad taste in my mouth. You know, it was not something to be proud of. Yeah, man. And I don't think anybody, when they rob someone, are really enjoying it. I feel like, of course, you have outliers, people who do it for just the fucking fun of doing it. It's like, this is my life. I steal shit from people. Garrett Pryle. (laughs) But um, there's just certain things like, when you do it, you don't feel good. You know, you just don't feel good about it. Like, sure, you just made like 700 bucks because you stole it from someone. Mm -hmm. And it's free money. 
but the money goes away and the yeah. feeling goes away you can't, and you're left with such emptiness and regret you can't take it with you you know like when you know like down the road but you he, can't take it with but you but you can take the lesson that you know? yeah yeah but i'm saying the money like nothing you steal like, all of that's fleeting it's yeah. so fleeting you're just yeah. you're gonna run through that 700 dollars or whatever and that feeling and then you're gonna want it again mm-hmm. you don't want to steal again from someone you don't want to steal bigger you want to steal more you want to you want to fuck someone even more you know it's if if you really if you do that and then you keep chasing that high yeah sorry if you keep chasing that high then yeah you're a fucking bad person but if you do it like we all have the we all have that that feeling like oh there's a uh, hundred dollars laying on the ground let me scoop that up put it in my pocket these days I'll, I'll pick that hundred bucks up and I'll be like, "Hey, whose hundred dollars is this?" And I'll be like, "Me." <laughs> you like, shut up, Cam. It's not yours. <laughs> or, or better, better example. I see someone drop money. Yeah. You know, back in the day, I would not tell them about it. I'd put my foot over it. You know, <laughs> I'd put my foot over it and wait for them to walk away. That's I, exactly what I would have done back then. You know, I always. Say- but if I see someone drop money right now, I say, "Hey, you dropped that." I always. Say- it's it's literally instinctual at this point. I just say finders, keepers, losers, weepers. <laughs> but it's almost instinctual because I don't want that guy to lose that $20. Yeah. I don't want to make that $20 just by picking it up off the street. Yeah. You know, but if if I'm walking down a fucking trail. But what if it was $20,000? Still, if I saw someone drop that, I would tell them they dropped that. I don't care what the amount is. But what I was saying is $40,000 like, <laughs> cash. All right. <laughs> Fuck that dude. <laughs> That's life changing. <laughs> Alright, fuck that dude. We're going video. <laughs> Hell yeah. Tomorrow. <laughs> I'll be dropping that on video podcast. Oh yeah. I can make my movie now, my feature movie. Forty grand. <laughs> oh man. No, but only in the situation like if I was on a trail hiking and I see like some money on the ground, I'm picking it up and I'm pocketing it. Because there's no one the fuck around. The yeah. money's dirty. It's been yeah. laying around for a while. That person backtracked their footsteps. They tried to find it, or they didn't. They don't mm-hmm. care about it. You know, it's a different situation. Or do you like if you if like you got back to the beginning of the trail and you saw somebody fretting about like, oh my god, where's my money? You'd be like, oh dude, I had I, you dropped it. Yeah, you it's know? like, dude, I found twenty bucks on the trail. Is that yeah. what you're talking about? Yeah, I would totally fucking do that. Yeah, yeah, even uh, I, don't I know. dropped my briefcase of one million dollars on the trail, <laughs> and I'd be like, I can't whistle. <laughs> <laughs> You can't whistle. <laughs> whistle for me. I'm walking. <laughs> oh my god! My one million dollars in the satchel. I dropped it on the trail. Where is it? Me walking by. <laughs> you queued it. You queued it up for me that time. Uh, you really can't whistle. Can't, you look actually retarded trying to whistle. <laughs> you really can't whistle. Nah, not at all. Feel it. That with your tongue. Just one fold. Like that. Put on the bottom and. <laughs> wow, Cam really can't whistle. Can't whistle. You've whistle. never been able to whistle. Nah, I can. I can snap. I can snap my fingers. <laughs> You've never wanted to learn how to whistle. Dude, are you killing me? Up all night, trying to whistle. 
you know. <laughs> Keeps me up at night. <laughs> trying not to think about it anymore. Yeah, I can't. There was uh, a period in my time where I was trying, then I realized I couldn't get any fucking sleep. I know. <laughs> no, I really, I could never whistle. I don't know. Wow. Yeah. I can yeah. do all kinds. I can, I can do the blow out whistle. I can suck in whistle. I can nonstop whistle. Wait. Like, I'm literally just took two breaths within that. Dang. Like, I yeah. whistle while I breathe in, whistle while you breathe out. There's a thing about me not being able to whistle. Remember my first movie, Murphy's Law? Like, I had, I was like, man, I really want to whistle <laughs> the song. Uh, what's the one? Uh, don't worry, be happy. Yeah. yeah. I was like, don't worry. I can't even, can you do the whistle? Like, that, you know. Yeah. There it is. I couldn't do that. But, <laughs> but Dan could whistle, right? So I'm recording him doing the whistle, right? And I want to get in on it. So if you can hear in the faint background, I'm like this. <laughs> I'm trying to snap along with him <laughs> just so I can be in it a little bit. <laughs> now that's funny. Oh, that's funny shit. Dude, that's fucking funny. Crazy! I cannot believe I you don't whistle. Know how to whistle. <laughs> you can stop trying. Okay, you're not just gonna, you know, get it like a snap. <laughs> oh shit! I got it. Wouldn't it be amazing if I learned how to whistle? No, because first you you do a really bad whistle and then you get better with it. You don't just start whistling. Nah, for like fucking twenty years, I've been trying to. whistle. I can even do it. <laughs> yeah, I just can't. Do you have your tonsils? No, I had my. Okay. Uh. I was like, I had mine removed. Maybe it's the tonsils. <laughs> <laughs> Not the tonsils. Damn. Damn. Whatever. Fuck it. I had my tonsils removed, dude. It was getting hard for me to breathe. Oh, really? They swelled up. Oh, yeah. Like in the back of my throat. That happened when I was like, baby. That happened to me. Really? Yeah. I mean, in elementary school, I think it was. Mm. I don't know. Tonsils are so pointless, though, aren't they? It's like, an, it's like an appendix. You don't really need them. I bet you there's some shit like, you know, oh, the, oh they'll find out in like 20 years. Well, the appendix allows you to live for 500 years. And be like, damn it, I knew this. <laughs> <laughs> and we're just getting rid of them. <laughs> Throwing them in dumpsters. <laughs> it's an organ regenerator. <laughs> if your heart goes bad, it'll make a new one. <laughs> you can just put your appendix where your heart is. Yeah. And it'll work. It's uh, literally, it was supposed to be taken out at any moment whenever you needed. <laughs> it's, a, it's a spare part. It's a spare part. <laughs> a spare organ yeah we're gonna find out it was all oh, this god put in a spare organ that's how moses <laughs> lived 500 years we got on like uh, the motors i work on there will be a little fuse block yeah. you know for when fuses pop and then there's a spare there's a couple of uh just throwaway yeah. fuses that do nothing you connected it to boats <laughs> so so when one blows you put the appendix in the spot there we go <laughs> and the appendix does the work for it you stay over there go don't you dare come over here. Cam's dog is in the studio. Yeah, the studio. Bless you. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a fart. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what else? What else? What else, man? This is just it's just it's a Monday. We're recording on a Monday. I had a pretty... Uh, Uh-oh. I did some jujitsu this weekend for the first time in like a month, two months maybe. Ghislaine Maxwell has been moved 
to a low-security prison in Florida for a 20-year sentence. Low security. You know what that means. She's fucking done. Low security. Yeah, but if they didn't kill her yet, they're not going to kill her. They'll kill her. They, they would have already killed her. They know she can keep quiet. They don't, oh, yeah. they don't need to kill her anymore. I bet you Epstein was in there, like, talking to the guards. Yeah, dude, fucking Obama was at the crib. <laughs> hey, you get me out of here, I'll let you come. Yeah. You know, it's probably bribing people. Yeah. Like, All right, we got to get rid of this motherfucker. We got some sweet 13-year-old pussy. It's in, Speaking in it for you. of <laughs> deaths in prison, I got a movie I want to bash. Do it. I, want, I need you to watch it first. What is and it? And I want to come to this next podcast bashing this fucking movie. Because it had... So much potential. It had so much potential to be a great movie, but it was, ah, it was just ruined. The plot was, there was no conclusion to the plot. There was the worst, laziest conclusion to the plot. What's the movie? It's called Nash Bridges. Hmm. No, I never heard of it. Well, it is. It's on Netflix. It's new, twenty twenty one movie, and um, it makes no fucking sense. First of all, this guy got cut from the force for one year. And he wasn't he wasn't on the force for one year, and then he comes back to the force. They bring him back on, and literally just everything is changed inside the office. Mm-hmm. They don't use like these old things that he used to. It seemed like he took a ten year break from okay. like before technology, because they were like. Oh, you because they got they get hacked and they can't use their technology anymore. And then so, the, how's the new Windows going? <laughs> the new, the we old, got Max, old man. <laughs> the old guy comes back in. It seems like 10, 15 years have gone by, but really it says only one year. Yeah. And then apparently they got this whole new intelligent software with six fucking computers and. And then obviously they get hacked and they can't use any technology and then they got to go old school. It's like, okay. it's like oh, you guys got to bring these uh, TikTokers back from, you got you to teach them the old ways of police work. It's like, motherfucker, I was on the force a year ago. You know, it's like we had all this shit a year ago as well. Oh, that's so stupid. It's, it, that, was, that was one. Did they use a TikTokers line? Yes. Oh, that's so bad. Yes, they did. That's so bad. And then right at the, they had Cheech in the movie, which was just cheesy. Cheech? Yeah, from oh, Cheech and cool. Chong. Yeah. Which, it was just cheesy. They made him like, uh, they kept. <laughs> I'm a security he, guard. He, he, was there for, <laughs> he was there for comedic relief. Yeah. The only reason he was in this movie was comedic relief. Was and he a every, prisoner? He was a cop. A cop. He was oh. a cop who owned a weed dispensary. On their, on their one year layoff, he opens a weed dispensary. And then the one guy gets hired back. And he wants Cheech, because Cheech was his partner. He wants Cheech back as his partner. He's like, dude, I won't even pass a drug test. I'm high all the time. <laughs> you know, he's like, well, you don't have to be on the force. You can be my consultant. Oh, this sounds good, dude. It, it, it has so much potential. I'm telling you. <laughs> I watched the whole movie, yeah. and I was pissed at the end. The end? Because at the okay. end, I felt like I got fucked. All right. You know, like, there were certain things throughout the movie that they really didn't need to add. But we can talk about that once you've seen it. Okay. Because I'll even I'll even watch it again as a hate watch. Okay. Just so it's real fresh in my mind. Because I li- I just watched it last night. I'll watch it. <laughs> but man, I fucking hated this movie. Yeah. And I'll even watch it again and write down yeah. certain parts that really piss me off. I'll yeah. hate watch the fuck out of it with Do a it. notepad. Do it. <sighs> Who stars in it? We I did mean. a we did a podcast. Um, Last week, it was a week from today, and it was another. It was one of our podcasts that got completely erased, and we went over um, some movies 
It was a big movie podcast. I was even going to label yeah. it movies. It yeah. was just going to be called movies. And man, Oh, we, I should recommend the movies I recommended, right? Let's get into it. Ah, oh, man. I was going to I was going about to get into that. So, All right, go ahead. So we talked so much about movies last podcast, and I mean great movie topics. We went off, you know, was, yeah. like I said, it was one of our best podcasts ever. Yeah. So <laughs> Of course. So um Cam recommends five movies, right? Yeah. I have Watched one of them. <laughs> you didn't like it, probably. And tried to watch another one of them. Mm-hmm. Could not watch Mutiny on the Bounty. It's a three-hour-long, oh, dude, it's so old, good, old movie. <laughs> yeah. To where it's like the only movie I can watch that was made in the early '60s is a western. Is the spaghetti westerns? Because yeah, they look like shit, but it's an old western. It doesn't have to look good. This one to me was just. It was almost like trying to watch the oldest version of Moby Dick. It was just so fucking boring. How, what, what part did you get to? Because it gets good after an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> I got about five minutes in. Yeah, they didn't even get to the island yet, did they? They didn't even get on the boat. <laughs> I know, I know. It's, it, no, it takes like 20 minutes to get to the island. Oh, jeez. But I'm telling you, like, I'll just show you a scene from the island, and you'll be like, okay, I get it. Like, it's really, it's, a, it's not a movie. Well, okay, I'll give, you, I'll give you credit, because when I did watch, when, I, when you do watch old westerns, mm-hmm. they start slow. Yeah. And then they get really good. You are right when it comes to that. But, uh, because that's just the way attention spans were back then. People had longer yeah. attention spans. That's why Moby Dick was 650 fucking pages long. Yeah. You know? People used to have long attention spans. Well, they didn't have TV, so this was like... Boom, you're entertained for a whole week, you know, because all you'll do is sit there by a candle and <laughs> read Moby Dick. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or when these movies came out in the 60s. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you go to the movies and you mm-hmm. turn your, you, you get, you know, this is a whole new world to you, the big screen. Yeah. You, you so didn't you, have a phone. You didn't have access to any media, yeah, any media that you wanted. To you know. see these people blown up on a huge screen right in front of your face was enthralling in itself. Yeah. What word is that? Why did I just say enthralling? That's a great word. No, enthralling. Is that, is That's that right? That's the right word, yeah. Okay. Well, it was so enthralling to oh, these look people. Oh, Jacob with the big Lexi level. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that oh. shit? Lexi level? <laughs> uh-uh. No, like the reading test we did in elementary school. Oh, I don't know. I always had like fourteen hundred. I was top dog on side. <laughs> I was not. I was in intensive reading in middle in middle school. I took that because I failed reading. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but anyways, you see these people on these huge big screens, and you're so engulfed in the movie. Yeah. And I love movies like that. Mm-hmm. But when I get to these older movies, it's hard for me to. You know, yeah. force myself into this world of whatever the movie's trying to yeah. deliberate towards me. That's another word. Why did I say deliberate? Because you, you, you know, you watch these big movies, the old school <laughs> movies. You're like, <laughs> no, you, you did I'll watch tell you it. what. The one I did watch was Existence. Yeah, did you like that? That one mind fucked the hell out of me, Fuck right? Yeah. And not in a good way. No, not in a good way. Okay, because it was right on the cusp of technology, and yeah. it was right. Where kind of like where Black Mirrors is now, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I say that because this was like you know, a phone back in '99, maybe was even like a Nokia, it was maybe even worse than a Nokia. I, w- I don't even know if they had cell phones back in '99. 
You know, they had car phones. They did. like that. They were bad. They were big block phones. Exactly. So who knows where technology could have gone? Well, they are creating these video games in your body. In a brain. They are like creating these like animals that are computers. And then you like tickle them to get them to work. And like it's your controller. You got to like twist a nipple and flick a flick another nipple while you're twisting the other nipple. Yeah. It is the most grotesque looking fucking yeah. thing in the world. It was a uh, it's it such a turn off. It was. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was the one turn off. Yeah. Uh, but the movie itself was cool. It was trippy cuz at the end, you remember the ending, like the twist ending, mm-hmm. they were mm-hmm. they were the ones who were trying to She was All, even a Legger Geller. I know. That was know. trippy that was, shit. That was very trippy. Yeah. But the fact that they got out of it and then thought they were still in it. Mm-hmm. That was another cool thing because yeah. it, it shows you like if you can manipulate reality to make alternate reality seem so real, you yeah. don't know when you're in or you're out of it. And that yeah. was the main gist of the movie. It was a good movie and that with came that out, message. Yeah. That came out before Matrix too. So people that like, you know, it wasn't oh. the inspiration for Matrix, but there was a guy doing stuff like that before Matrix. I like <clears throat> I like that they tapped into your spinal cord. Mm-hmm. That was interesting because that's something that's a uh, you always see like virtual reality is uh, more sensors, more sensors. If I can get sensors on my chest, my hands, my feet, my waist, my eyeballs, I can really morph into this. Mm-hmm. But I never thought about like your spinal cord where you're ner- like attaching your nervous system to yeah. a video game, like directly intertwining your electricity in your yeah. body but to like the power that powers your video game and the full immersion that would happen if you literally put this video game inside your body. And yeah. that's what I did like about it. Cause I never really yeah. thought about that. That was a very interesting part, but man, did, I was like, "This is movie sucks." <laughs> <laughs> I was forcing myself to get to the end. Yeah, but you're right; the end paid off. It did. Yeah, yeah. it did. I did. I, I liked. Um, I liked how like they they had so the beginning of the movie. They're all sitting around in this like conference area, right? And they're all about to test out this new technology, this new video game called Existens. And the the person making it is like this big time designer it's the wave of the future this video game and you hook it up to your body basically like you said the nervous system i think I, it's been a while since i've seen it but uh, and then they all go into it and when they wake up they're in like a room or something like that and then they talk to these npcs and like willem dafoe was at a gas station mm-hmm. right and but uh, he was a character yeah he was a character yeah and uh he only had so many responses mm-hmm and it was just it was a trippy movie like that yeah and um well you could even see that when um jude, jude law mm-hmm. was talking to the blonde the blonde girl and he didn't say the right words and she even repeated a line she was like the main character yeah what you thought was the main character you yeah. know and she repeated a line so you're like what yeah. that confused me but at the end it made sense yeah you know but at the time i'm like Dude. Why, why did she repeat a line? yeah you know so Definitely a second watch would make me like it better. Maybe, <laughs> but the the first watch was. It's a uh, it's it's a tough watch. It's it, a it's a tough watch only because of looking back at it to where we are now. Mm-hmm. You know, most of it just doesn't make sense. Like the whole, <clears throat> the game itself is a living being. Yeah, and it takes the energy from your body well, to it was, run it. It was like a. I think there was something in there like a. It's like a sexual allegory for like um like uh, the future of pleasure or something like that. Like um, didn't they have sex in the game? 
Yeah, they said some. It, it was they felt very attracted to each other at one point. Yeah, and it's like, well, if you're in this reality that's being controlled by somebody else, how do you know if you're a player or not? Even mm-hmm. you know, like you might not even be the main character in this video game that you think you're controlling. Mm-hmm. You know, you no longer have control over yourself. Remember, he's like, I need to kill. You know. Yeah. And it's like it's kind of you know. Or he was eating that gross fish. Yeah. And, and he's he, like, I don't know why I'm eating this, but I just like it. Yeah, and he took and, this, and he made the gun. He made the gun. Yeah, there's some cool shit in there. It's weird, so weird. It was how weird. That happened. It was weird. I didn't get any of it until the end, which was, um, which is good, I guess. Yeah. But you, you need a little bit of understanding. Yeah. They didn't have enough of that. There's a the guy who made that David Cronenberg. He makes weird movies like that. Like, uh, there's a there's a movie called Scanners, and like the first scene is like. This guy, like his head explodes or something. <laughs> he makes weird movies. Like he made a movie called The Fly. You ever see? You ever heard of that one? It's Jeff Goldblum when when he's young. He plays a he plays a Brundle um, something Brundle Doctor Brundle. And uh, anyway, he 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 creates. He's trying to make a teleportation thing, like a big tube over here, another tube, and you get inside of it, and it transfers your matter over to the other tube and he's like man i've mastered it and he does transport himself you know movie magic and but then what happens is one day he's testing it he gets inside and a fly mm. gets inside and it morphs his genetics with the fly and it becomes the fly slowly this big monster it's a creepy movie dude i've seen something like that they've definitely done other movies yeah. that had that idea in it like yeah. not a whole movie revolving around that idea but like just little stupid mm-hmm. jokes like that that yeah. I've seen that in other yeah. movies, you know what I mean. But that's where it comes from. Yeah. Gotcha. And he was really innovative with that type of like he made a movie called Videodrome, and it's like how people in the future will like morph with technology. Like like he has sex with a TV or something. Like it's, he makes like mind bending shit, and I love I love his mm. movies. You know, I want to make those movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, shit. That's it was interesting. I give it that. Yeah. It definitely was not not interesting. How about that? Yeah, there we go. That's something. What do you give it out of 10? Out of 10? Probably yeah. a 6. Okay, I was thinking that. Yeah. yeah. Probably 6.5. 6.4. What else do I recommend? You... Well, I can tell you all of them. Okay. I've read the list a couple times now. Okay. Um, Pontypool. Okay. There's another one. I haven't watched that one yet. Um, <clears throat> I tried to watch Mutiny on the Bounty. Yeah. The Place Beyond the Pines. That's a good one. Um, Place Me on the Pines, Pontypool, The Thing. That was the last one. Yeah, The Thing. The That's last classic. Five. Classic. Um, only have tried two so far. If you, but uh, the, the next the next podcast will be a little bit more about movies. Yeah, yeah. You want to move on? <laughs> I kind of I kind of want to wrap it up. I think this is a good little weekday episode. I yeah, think we covered a lot of stuff. We went over books for a while. Uh, we went over, you know, Cam changing his life around, doing very good, being. Mm-hmm. Clean and sober, and you know it's a pretty good podcast so far. I think it, uh, I think it's wrapped up pretty well, and time to put a bow on it. All right, yeah. Thanks for listening. All right, peace out. There you go. Tell me you love me, but I know it's a lie, and I wonder why you don't love me. Yo